Hi everyone, thanks for joining us today. We are your host, I'm Elle. And I'm Lee, and you're listening to, um, really? If this is your first time listening, then welcome to the show. We are just two girls giving our two cents on dating and everything in between. And for those of you returning to the podcast, thanks for coming back and tuning in. We are so glad you, (laughs) we didn't scare you off. So, okay, um, Lee, I want to address this phone call I received from you <laughs> just merely hours ago oh from a bar bathroom. <sighs> yeah. So, I have been on the dating apps for a little while, and as with anything, you kind of sometimes need to take a break, and I thought, oh, I think it's that time I'm going to take a break. Well, before getting off the apps, I'd given a couple guys, well, not just a couple, probably like 12 guys, my phone number. And was like, all right, if you want to meet up, let's, you know, let me know. And during that time, I realized I had no desire to date. Love to meet new people, love new experiences, those kinds of things. But I really just am not wanting to focus on dating per se this moment. And <clears throat> this one guy is very persistent. And I told him, well, you know, I just don't. Just, it was very clear I wasn't into him. Well, what I didn't realize was that was my intuition that I should have been listening to. Um, For all you ladies out there, never, ever, <laughs> ever compromise your no, gut feeling. No, We are blessed with having that, so use it. It is always spot on. And so this one guy just was really pushy, and I just was like, oh, I should just go out and just enjoy the evening and have a glass of wine because he was like, well – if you're not into dating right now, then why why can't we just meet for a drink? And I was like, okay, um, fine. But again, still really didn't have any desire to do so um, until I went out one night and sat at a bar by myself and had a glass of wine. And that's when I was like, this would definitely be more enjoyable if someone else was here. Now, I was totally fine. Have fun. You ended up joining me with your date later in the evening for, for a glass um, and so it was a good night, so it wasn't, wasn't bad. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. And he was from Texas, so. Yeah, yeah. and so, um, so that wasn't a bad night, but um, I thought, oh, well, yeah, so this would, so I picked up the phone and texted him when I was at the bar that night with you, and I was like, yeah, let's meet for a drink. How about next week? So, we, you know, he kept wanting to, like, chat a lot, and I'm the kind of dater especially like first time dater kind of thing where I save all the conversation for the date um because otherwise I feel like I'm not gonna have anything to talk about so he kept wanting to have like chit chats over text and I just wouldn't engage and so finally like solidified a time and place today and I drove 45 minutes in traffic so for all of y'all that that are new to this podcast we used to live in Texas, and I made the move first to Colorado, and then Lee came out. And driving in Denver is oh like driving driving on the third ring of hell. No one moves. Everybody's too busy looking at the mountains or think that they drive in ice every single oh, yeah, day. Yeah, like the, the roads are dry, and the weather is over 40 degrees, and yet they act like there is black ice everywhere. That's how they drive. And I know Jeff from Tallahassee is going to say something (laughs) when he hears this podcast because our friend Jeff from Tallahassee, who's lived here a long time, um, 
always gets really irritated when I talk about Denver drivers. Oh, my God. Well, and one of my friends who's born, well, actually, he's from Nebraska and lives in Vail, he, he's made reference to us Texas drivers, so... Um, we well, we, he can go fuck himself. Well, you know, like we know. <laughs> maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I'll find out. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, we drive fast. But guess what? Like, we know how to get to point A to point B. Yeah, and if you come without to, like having to add on an additional twenty minutes to our drive, if you come to Texas and you drive like an asshole that you like, you drive here. I promise you, you're going to well, get. Let's define hit. what driving like an asshole means. It means that you're actually going less than the speed limit. Oh dear God! Or you're going the exact speed limit when the road conditions and the weather conditions are exponentially great for you to be driving in a manner where six cars aren't all up on your ass like today that's driving like an ass driving driving on a freaking you know like little u-turn um uh on-ramp this guy literally was going 20 miles an hour not acceptable i had five other cars on my ass and i was on his and i'm like could you go because nobody's in front of you See, so that if you come to Texas and drive like an asshole, like you drive here, then I promise you, you're going to get hit and nobody's going to render aid. Yeah, there's more accidents by that than there are Jeez. by like not going the speed limit. I digress. So back Ugh, to your yeah. back to your story. So I drive 45 minutes in traffic, rush hour traffic, which was fine because the location that like the area of town that I was going in, I love. So I, I really enjoy Lodo. It's over where the 16th Street Mall is. For all of you who don't Union. know what Lodo is, that's lower. Well, th- that's what I'm, I'm getting downtown. to. Yeah. Um, and it's where 16th Street Mall is. It's where Union Station is. It's all up in there. And there's just lots and lots of options, different price points, all that good stuff. Um, shopping, everything. So Sucks. I would have had a job there. <laughs> <laughs> one day <laughs> hashtag next job um <laughs> keep that resume up to date <laughs> so try um, other podcast guys <laughs> so um so i finally get there and i'm late which another thing to note about me is i cannot stand being late i can't stand people waiting on me this guy really wasn't really concerned about it i just didn't enjoy driving in the traffic so uh, by this point, I need to use the restroom, and I figure I'm not going to, like, sit down, order, and then get up and go to the restroom. I'll go to the restroom and then go up to this man. I won't call him a gentleman. Um, I'll go up to this man and introduce myself and whatnot. So I walk into the restaurant, and it's literally 5.05, and there are a scattering of couples about both um, – same sex and um, opposite sex. Hetero. Yeah. And um, so it's very, very clear to me, as he already stated that he had gotten there early, (laughs) who he was in the restaurant. So I walk in, and he's positioned himself um, to face the door. So he's turned kind of half, he's turned halfway to the right to face the door. He was basically, he was facing the door to see you come in. Yeah. And I go up to the hostess station and I said, oh, I'm meeting someone here. And she goes, oh, okay. And I said, but 
first, I need to use the restroom. Because at this point, I've already spotted him out of the corner of my eye. And I am like, oh my goodness. We, it is extremely clear that, one, he does not look like his photos. Two, he purposely cropped his photos so that you can't see the lower half of his body, basically from his chest down. And three, we have very different lifestyle choices. <laughs> so I, and I'm one, I take dating kind of like with a grain of salt. So I, I feel like even if I'm not going to be romantically involved with that person, like maybe I can learn from something from that person. Maybe they have good connections that could lead to something further down the road, you know, those types of things. So I don't want to necessarily close things off just because there's no romantic connection or, or there's no moving forward in the relationship kind of a thing. So I'm like, uh, I'll try this out, right? Well, hmm, not so sure about that one. So I go to the restroom. Went to the restroom and then called you. So I was very conflicted because I'm generally not a rude person. And... <laughs> Clearly, he saw me walk in. So I was like, oh my God, what do I do? I was under the impression that you had already talked to him. <laughs> well, hang on. So, so I am conflicted. And I'm thinking about the fact that, like, going back to what I said a little bit earlier, is that, like, I thought, okay, well, I could sit there. He already knows that I'm not into full-on dating right now he knows that we're just meeting for a drink um like it's not like something that we're looking into and like further down the road whatever and so i'm like i could learn about this person etc etc but all i could think about was having to sit across from him and just being flabbergasted that like he did look nothing like his photos. How old were these photos, do you think? I don't know, because then I began to realize that I never saw photos of, like, I never saw full body photos. So, well, I, I actually told your story to a couple of our, a couple of our, our guy friends, and... Uh, love to get their opinion on this yes well our one of our friends um, said well what she should have done was ask him to show a current pic with like and telling him to like put both like you know like two fingers up to make sure it's him oh, and yeah, not yeah, being yeah, yeah. Like, yeah 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 um, and then uh, Jeff from Tallahassee Threw his two cents in mm. like he like he usually does. <laughs> and he's very he's very free with those two cents. <laughs> yeah, um, he's got a lot of two cents. <laughs> yes, he does. And he he kind of laughed and said, "Well, did she like text him back? Did she talk to him? Like, did she run out? What happened?" Yeah. So let's get so let's continue walking through this. So I call you and I am like flipping out in a very casual way because. At this point, I realize 
I don't want to have to go and sit next to him. So I'm big. My number, number one thing is lying. I will not stand being lied to. Like that is the ultimate done. Now, if you want to sit down and have a conversation, you want to come clean, you want to chat about it, that kind of thing, I will then give you that second chance. However, not looking like your photos, to me, is a form of lying. So I'll tell you what I do, because you know I wear my hair in extensions. Yeah, so, so Joe, our friend Joe, has like the, <laughs> this one incident where he spouted his mouth off at, this is one of our other guy friends, so he spouted his mouth off, and we were like, you don't say that to a girl. Where he went off and was like, he met this one chick. Did he stick her with a $200 bill? Oh, my God. Okay, so share that story. Well, I'm just saying, this guy Joe stuck, stuck the girl that, because she, she supposedly didn't look like herself, he stuck her with a $200 bar bill and... After they messed around, was like, okay, bye. I got to go. No. He didn't tell me about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He told me, and I was like, that's, that's horrifying. Why would you do that? And he's like, because she lied. Okay. So, and so here, so that's kind of going back to like where I was. Like, I was not wanting to waste my time or his, nor my money on a drink or two or whatever, because... He looked nothing like his photos. And so, our, going back real quick to our friend Joe, he was telling us how, like, oh, this chick showed up and uh, she looked nothing like her photos, but I still went ahead and, like, had drinks and appetizers and all this bullshit. And, and like, messed around with her. Like, and we're like, well, she looked like something like her photos. Like, why, why, one, did you rack up a bill? And two, did you just continue it for the evening? And his answer to that was, well, one, I didn't want to be an asshole. And I was like, you were an asshole for sticking her with a $200 bill. Well, and so that's kind of where I felt. Like, am I an asshole for not going and saying hi and then saying, you know what, bye? Or not saying hi, having a glass of wine or, you know, a cocktail, whatever, and then going. And I just thought, you know what, I don't owe it to him to give him any more of my time. Well, that was like an incident that happened to another friend of ours who um, was meeting a pilot and she swears that she doesn't have good like um, chemistry with pilots or <laughs> guys from the Midwest or guys from the North as we call Yankees, people from the South. The only types- Oh, Maria. Of, the only types of people she, she seems to get along with are Texans, Southern guys and natives from Colorado. Yeah. Because Maria Maria's a breed, a special breed for sure. Yes, she is. Um, and in her case, she showed up at the restaurant or bar restaurant. Um, they were gonna watch football together, and she walked in and he didn't like a he, true Texan Miss Midwesterner. <laughs> yeah, and she walked in and didn't realize that it was the same guy because he didn't look like his photos. And so, you know what he says to her? He said, oh, I didn't recognize you because you don't look anything like your photos. Rude. So, based and, on that, and based on Maria's Hold on. And he said story. to her, and he said to her, 
I'm sorry. I'm not interested. I don't want to waste my time. So I wasn't going to be the female version of Maria's date. That was the decision that I made to go ahead and leave out the side exit. And you know what's really sad about that is Maria left and was like, she was crushed. Remember like a couple, like it took her a couple weeks to like kind of bounce back and be okay with going out on dates and, and whatnot. Yeah. And she said that she also went out with a Midwestern guy who was, I saw a picture of him. He was hot. But he was a total douchebag, too. He told her she was too old. He was 37. She's 39. Oh, okay, okay. And that's another side trip. And I'll go into it in a minute. Like, So come back to that because I have one of those uh, questions that was asked to me. But um, so, yeah. So I decided based on like – so Maria's incident is pretty fresh. It's like within the last six to eight weeks. And that's – where in my head when I was on the phone with you in the bathroom that I was like I I don't I don't want to like not be filtered and end up saying something rude to this guy because you don't want to be the asshole I don't want to be the asshole but am I being an asshole by not showing up and so I was like do I do I do I go have a drink do I just say hey I gotta go and it and you know me I'm 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 a horrible liar, so it's like I didn't know if I could like pass it off, and so I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and go. Well, I didn't because I had never been to this place before. I was like, didn't know where all the exits were, so I called one of the guys, one of the waiters over. <laughs> oh my god! I wish I'd been there. Were to you see on this the phone? I was on the me? yes, because you were like, excuse me. Oh yeah. Can yeah. I get out the back this way? <laughs> and then she explained her. No, story. I literally asked. Would you please escort me through the kitchen back oh door? God. He goes, yes, but we have a side exit. And then he walked me out because they have like a patio, like a gated patio. And he wanted to make sure that I was okay. He was like, so could You should have gone on a date with him. So, yeah, and he was cute. <laughs> so kudos to that guy for making sure that a girl is safe in a clear did you get his name no i didn't like i was so frazzled and wanting to get out of there without being seen for like i had made i had made the mention of 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 making a podcast and alcohol so lee was all on board for that well so i was like oh i'll like so i'm on the phone with her and i'm like okay so i guess i'll go have a drink somewhere and whatnot and so she and i are chatting and we're like no 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 this is a total podcast moment i'm just gonna go to the liquor store so in, in, the other thing about Colorado is you cannot buy wine in a grocery store which is it fucking sucks. such a foreign concept to me and I know we go to a Target and there's it, no wine it's there got, it, go to a Trader Joe's there's, there's no wine beer. you go to Whole Foods there's no wine no that one Whole Foods in Boulder the Whole Foods in Boulder has one that's adjacent to it but it's not connected it's right next door yeah at least it's right next door because I'm telling you I've gone without alcohol for a couple days purely on the basis of the fact that I haven't made this stop to go and get it. Like, I'm, it's, it's really kind of messing with me a little bit. So, okay, you escape out the side door. So I say escape out the side door. Thankfully, the wait staff was super supportive, wanted to make sure that I was safe, which is very, very nice. And... I go up a block because I'm not about to go past him because he's literally facing out the side street. 
That's like, or he should have been. And um, so I go up a half a block and then over towards my car. And um, during that time, I saw some promo girls. I was a promo girl at once upon a time. So I wanted to make sure that I was supportive of them and they're meeting their quota of how many engagements they had and that kind of thing. And this very sweet boy who is clearly on the spectrum came up to me and said, um, hey, I need help. My brother is in the hospital. I need to get to him. And so it was one of those moments where... How old was he? He said he was 19. And he looked very young, which, of course, I'm 37. So anybody under the age of 30 looks really young to me. Um, and so... It was one of those moments where I felt like such an asshole to this guy on this date by not showing up and basically, you know, um, standing him up. But had I not driven 45 minutes in traffic and stood this guy up, I wouldn't have been in position to understand that this very sweet young boy who clearly... um, didn't have the means to get around and and get where he needed to be needed an uber and so i put him in an uber uh, to the hospital and so for that reason i don't consider tonight like a total loss well look at it this way the bad karma you would have had turned into good karma. okay like that that right there like puts me at such ease because again like i don't want to be an asshole but at the same time i don't owe it to this guy to give him any more of my time when I clearly already stated numerous times via text, hey, I'm not looking to date right now, you know, I'm not really interested, blah, blah, and he just kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing, and so it goes back to women, listen to your intuition. However, that being said, if you continue to listen to your intuition, if you find yourself in a situation that you shouldn't be in, hopefully, like tonight for me, it will turn around and you can end up being an aide and whatnot to someone else. Well, here's the thing, too. Like, like we say at the in every one of our podcasts, it's safety in numbers. Yeah. And the thing that Leah and I have um, is that she she can track me on her phone. Yeah, I know. It's and nice. I have I have a couple friends that <laughs> sounds that, kind of stalkerish, but. For, oh, it's, it's necessary in this but, day But it's, it's necessary because of, like, all the weird shit that goes on in the world, and especially in dating or whatever, and you're meeting new people. Even if you were just networking with somebody. I mean, realtors, you've heard these stories oh, about realtors, the realtors that, get, ki- that yeah. get killed. Like, they get set up, and then oh they get God. killed in the house or whatever. Same sort of shit. So, Lee and I have this have this sort of, because if you don't know, we live together. And... um you know, Lee is my Lee is my ride or die. I mean, in here and I have to take care of her dogs, which are her children. Yes. And by have to, I mean like I'm I'm aunties to them, so there's no real have to. Right. <laughs> so the thing about it is, is I make though, sure that they go to the dog park every day. Right. So the thing about it is, is that you know she will before she leaves, she's like, hey, I'm going out, and part of it is so that I can see what she's wearing. So that if she was so wearing... I don't look like a slut. So she doesn't look like a slut or a clown. <laughs> Just kidding. But clown is more like but it. But it's also to make sure I know what she's wearing because if something happened, 
I know exactly how to identify, like, she's wearing boots, she was wearing jeans, she was wearing a purple sweater, she was wearing, right. you know, her hair down, she had glasses on her, she didn't have her glasses, whatever the case may be. And, you know, she generally will check in with me, but I can, tra- I, I can track her and it sounds like I'm being like her mother. I'm only two years older. But, <laughs> Big sister. <laughs> right. But it's, it's safety in numbers because in this day and age, you don't know who you're dealing with. No, and again, like super nice of, and not just super nice, but how comforting that the wait staff at that restaurant was concerned for my well-being. Yeah, I mean. Like, I wasn't that, like, alarming. You, you were on the phone with me when right. I did it. Like, but he wanted to check in and make sure that there's, that something hadn't actually happened um, and that I wasn't fleeing for a, like, sexual predator type of situation. Um, and I felt kind of silly when I was like, no, no, it's fine. I, he just didn't look anything like his profile picture. And I felt silly in that moment because I realized it could have been so much worse. Yeah, but it's great that staff, it, it's great that now the community is taking that seriously. Yeah. Because before before millennial times, I yeah. guess you could say, yeah, 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 yeah. people didn't take that stuff seriously. And so women got raped a lot more often when they would meet up with somebody. Like, um, yeah, on a blind like date or, or sexual, whatever. Sexual um, freaking trafficking. And it and it's it's scary. Yeah, we can talk about trafficking all day long. That can be a whole new podcast for us. But um, for in this case, I mean, so many times you see women that, that will just go over to a guy's house or they'll come over to their house, not really knowing them yeah. because they've maybe talked to them once on the app and yeah. then they give their address. And the thing is, is you really need to know somebody. And I don't mean like you have to have like maybe already met them, but getting to know them first. No, like there's been important. times like where it seems so nice that a guy wants to pick you up from your date, but then you have to stop and you have to question, is this a good idea? Is this a good idea for my first date with this guy to know exactly where I live to pick me up? Old school? Oh my gosh, it used to happen all the time. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm all into the whole Southern thing. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so nice. And guys my, here are like, But my, the back dicks. of my head goes, is this the right guy to give my address to? Right, and that's something where you it goes back to that intuition. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, use your intuition. But also, there's like a few questions you can ask to be sort of like red flag. What indicators. are those? What are those questions? Just so like educate you know, myself and things our, our like um, tell me a little bit. Of, tell me about yourself. What do you do for work? Yeah, um, and if they don't want to tell you where they work, I feel like that's a red flag. Exactly. Like you don't want to tell me where you work. Where you work. But you're gonna come pick me up from my house, right? That's a red flag. The other thing to the other thing to note is things like listening when they talk about their family. If they talk about their family all the time, mm-hmm. without me, being prompted, yep. yeah. To me, that's always a good indicator um, of somebody who's probably an upstanding citizen. Um, I know sure. that like Southern guys, I, I've noticed that Southern guys always talk about their family. Um, they tend to. Like maybe have pictures either on Facebook or mm-hmm. Instagram that show like their sister or their brother or their niece right. or nephew, and they always indicate not my kid or I have. Two what do you kids think or... about connecting with people on social media prior to meeting them in person for the first time? 
I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm not super heavy on social media. I have an Instagram page that was like a travel Instagram. But right. because of my job prior to moving up here, I didn't use social media a lot. Um, so All of mine are set to private. Mine are set to my, – my Instagram is set to private. However, um, like if we're talking about it, I've had I've, – I've, talk to a few people who are like oh hey are you I know, I know Jeff follows you on your on your Instagram yes um I've had a few people who were like oh hey um hit me up on Facebook and I'm like I don't I have a Facebook account no it's I so private never, I don't even to, I like I can send you messages I don't like t I can't tag you or anything like nope. that nope I never use it because of my former job yeah I just don't use it I use Instagram and I, I'm big on the and not, I can't even keep up with that yeah I you don't um I'm not big on the connecting on Facebook until I've it, and this even goes with like friends um of friends kind of a thing I don't connect with you on social media until the second time that I've hung out with you and that for me is just because again my stuff is set to private and they're especially with dating and things like that like there are, and it goes back to how I said in the beginning, I don't share a lot prior to meeting a guy. Um, and so if I were to connect with a guy on, on social media, they would learn a lot about me very quickly. Um, because I post, now I haven't posted quite a bit that much in a while. I'll do some stuff on stories, but it's mainly reposting stuff. Um, but, you know, like I've had parents who have had cancer. That's heavy shit. That stuff's on my Instagram and my and my Facebook. So I don't connect with people that I'm dating until a good, like, one or two times in, well, definitely two times or more in, because it's just too heavy to be putting on any relationship, whether friendship or otherwise, straight out the gate. Right. Um, and I think, like, even when you and I first met, like, we we connected, but it took, like, what the weekend before we like again I mean like that it was it was a good two to three times that we hung out before it was like fully like into it kind of a thing and so it's one of those things that's on my end that's how I view my social media yeah and I mean for me because again of what I did uh in my past job I don't I'm just not I'm not super like in on social media um However, like I have a travel Instagram and and it's a good one. I just don't just ever, need more stuff. I don't ever keep up with it. We just need to travel more. I just don't ever keep up with it. Anybody want to, you know, donate to the cause? That, yeah, exactly. Um, hey well, Russia, well, hey Russia, if you're listening, yeah, you can donate. To oh our my god. Cause. Okay, so and that's a little sidebar. Like one of my best friends and I, whenever we'll be talking on the phone for like 45 minutes or more at a time. And every randomly, like, 10 to 15 minutes will be like, hey, Russia, by the way, my student loan number is blah, 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 and I owe X, Y, Z amount of money because, you know, everybody's listening. So you might as well see if they'll pay, pay, pay that stuff off. Oh, Lord knows I could, I could use some assistance financially. But, yeah, so if, if you're listening and would like to help a sister out, <laughs> I've got some student loan debt you can <laughs> make disappear. Right. <laughs> so basically, after all this happened, did this guy text you? Okay, so he texted me. So while I was helping Ethan out, 
um, get to his baby brother in the um, at the hospital. Uh, he texted me and he said, "Let me look. Let me look it up because I don't want to like misquote." So, give me a second, guys. Um, he goes, "Change your mind" with a question and then no oh, emoji winky face. So this is the only part where I lied. And I said, sorry, my cousin Ethan has to go to the hospital. So the only part that I lied was I stated that Ethan was my cousin. Um, I did truly, in fact, help a boy named Ethan by ordering an Uber to get him to go to the hospital to be with his family. Um, he said, mm, okay, sorry to hear that. I said, yeah, I came into the bathroom and got the call headed to Denver Health. Um, so... He goes, LOL, thanks for saying hello. At that point, I went ahead and blocked him. So, in fact, I don't know. I must have put my laptop away. Oh, wait, here it is. So the only thing I don't like, and maybe you guys can help me out, when I block on my phone, it does not block on my laptop. It doesn't block my Apple ID. So it only blocks on my phone, it doesn't block on iMessages on my laptop. So in a second here, once everything loads, you might be able to see if he responded after that, which I does, it doesn't look like he did. But yeah, so, um, you know, sorry, Charlie, but not going anywhere with that one. Yeah. I mean, I think that in the long run, I don't know. That's, that's I didn't want to go out with him to begin with. It goes back to that intuition. I didn't, I had no desire to, to meet him and whatnot. And so I should have just kind of, you know, delete, block, etc. But anyway, so moral of the story. Make sure that your, pro, your dating profiles and any other profile is not so edited that you don't look like yourself. It is really okay, and people will love you and honor you more for being you um, and being real in, in yourself than to over-edit. And then secondarily, you don't owe it to any person. Um, just sit down and have a drink with them. Listen to your intuition. Don't even commit to that if if you feel like that's not where you should go. And if you find yourself in a situation and your intuition says to get out, then get out and you are not being an asshole. Thankfully, in my situation, I was able to turn around and help someone out in that moment. Um, so yeah, but uh, that being said, if you guys have any um, stories similar to mine, similar to Elle's, or our friends that we mentioned kind of here on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is umreallypodcast at gmail.com. So that's actually um dot r-e-a-l-l-y dot podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and possibly even uh, invite you to kind of join us on the show, depending on what you might have to contribute. Um, be sure to let us know your name and where you're from so we can give you a shout out. Um, really? Cause, yeah, because we, we, <laughs> we want to acknowledge and 
and thank the people that are listening to our podcast because, you know, without listeners, then what do we have? Just us sitting here and talking, <laughs> talking. to ourselves. <laughs> so I think we do every day. So we, we really like to know that people are listening beyond ourselves. <laughs> so um, anyways, um, ladies, just remember, be safe. Um, and really use your intuition. If you don't think it feels right, don't do it. Really, that is going to save your life, maybe. Or, or let somebody know where you're going because really it's safety in numbers. If you're not going to go out in a group setting and you're going to meet somebody, let your friends know what you're wearing, who you're going with, send a picture of them and send a picture of yourself so that you know, yeah. you know, who, like, and I've had other girlfriends do that to like send that to me before. So it's you may not think that your friend or friends uh, care about you that much to know where you're at and what you're wearing at that time and who you're meeting. But honestly, at the end of the day, we do care. Um, anyone in your life, uh, whether it's you know whether you think that they hold a place. Uh, in your life or not, they really do care. And so send it to them, let them know, and be safe. So until next time, um, be safe, safety in numbers, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.